Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 48. We made it to the 48th week, so only a couple more weeks. We're going to get to that big 5-0, big bullseye. Uh, so welcome in, everybody. And uh, you might notice it's a little bit quiet, even if it doesn't always feel like it. It is actually a lot quieter today, especially for me. Um, so my crew members, my co-hosts, my dear friends of the podcast are not available this week. We've got Beth, who's uh, Beth, Pake, Bacon. Bacon might pop in. He said he might be able to pop in. He is away, so um, it will probably be via his phone. So I'd expect him in. If he does choose, if he or it does choose, I mean, if, he, if, he, if he's able to, is what I meant to say. If he's able to come in this week, then great. That's brilliant. I don't expect Freddy to be here. He has put up a notice of a notification on all of his socials to say that he will be away for some time. Now, we made it in last, on the last episode, but I, I know that um, that was um, with a massive sort of like effort as well on his behalf. And I appreciate that, the fact that he was here. Uh, so yeah, if if either or any of them do decide to join up, um, for those watching live, um, you will notice there will be slight, um, uh, slight adjustments made by the camera. But, if you're not watching live, it ain't going to make much of a difference because it's pretty much an audible feeling anyway, isn't it? It's a podcast, and that's what podcasts are. So let's get uh, this started then. So as it is just me, there's no real introductions apart from, hey, how you doing? Welcome in. Uh, so I'm going to be talking about a couple of games that I've been playing recently. Obviously, I'm not going to get the reactions that I normally would otherwise get. I'll have a look at some of the news. Uh, this could be a quite short one this week. As, as you'd expect, there's not enough, um, you know, there's not enough bodies, there's not enough people sort of like fighting for air, as it were, um, fighting for the airways uh, to get their, you know, get their voice heard. Uh, yeah, so if anyone does join, like I said, um, it'd be much appreciated. Uh, that is to say within the call. So as always, we we're going to do a normal sort of... Uh, things that we do on the bits and pieces podcast and that's going to be looking at some spotlights so we're going to look at some games that i've been playing obviously it's just me so it's just going to be looking at a couple of games that i've played recently and uh, talk about those and what my thoughts are on those particular games uh we'll have a look at some type of news and uh obviously no beth so no beth joke of the week no freely so no dad joke i'll have a look I'll, I'll try and include a dad joke of, if I can get one in. And uh, yeah, if you are new to the podcast, feel free to actually uh, join our Discord. We have a Discord um, available, uh, which is in all, all of the uh, descriptions, either or in the comic section, somewhere in the podcast. The podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Now Music, Amazon Music, uh, anywhere really that does RSS feeds, which is basically anywhere that does a uh, podcast. I've put this out there on as many platforms as I can just to be uh, noticed. And hopefully we are going to see uh, uh, some increase. We're coming up to our year anniversary soon as well. So that'd be exciting. I'd be hoping, hopefully we will actually have uh, uh, some team members in. I think this week's kind of an, uh, uh, a big exception to the rule and the fact that um, no one was just available. It's just one of those things. It's just it just happens, doesn't it? You know, at the end of the day, you are, um, you know, we are all sort of, um, you know, human. And we have we have lives outside of this, so I don't expect everyone to be here all the time. 
Um, and it is very rare that this does happen where it is just one person. Um, if it wasn't for myself, I probably wouldn't have expected anyone else to have pulled out a podcast. So, um, you know, obviously this has been like my sort of uh, thing anyway. Like I, I came up with the, doing a podcast, like I said, almost a year ago. I was probably actually talking about it prior to the to the launch and that obviously we were prepping and stuff like that so there was that so yeah um it's gonna be it's gonna feel very lonely it's gonna feel very sort of um normally i take a sit sit back as well i i I like to sort of absorb in as a listener not just as a as a host but also as a listener uh, for my fellow co-hosts who are you know and it's that that is noticeably for me it's going to be um more than anything, it's going to be um, very, 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 very lonely. Uh, but I'll try and, and keep you entertained as much as I can and keep the show flowing as, as, as well as I can do. Right, so without further ado, let's, um, let's not waste any more time. Let's start with From Space. From Space is a solo and co-op. Um, action shooter from a squad of up to four players. Uh, you take on the, the challenge of liberating the Earth from an alien infestation with your friends using over-the-top weaponry in a post-apocalyptic world with awesomely stylized graphics. The apocalypse has never been so much fun. So what is this game really about? Basically, as we've just saw, as I just said, um, the Earth has been um, taken over by these weird-looking creatures. They, to give a good description, to give a a description of what they look like, they're pretty much like a a slug type creature. They sort of crawl around. They don't have any sort of lower limbs. It's more sort of like crawl along. Some of them do. Some of them don't. Uh, there are. They're very sort of oblong shaped as well. Like the uh, the base that like the most of the basic ones that you'll see, um, they're kind of a pink purpley colour. All of them have that pink purpley uh, aesthetic to them. The the colour scheme is pretty much pink, purple, black as well. Sort of like sort of, oh I'll say probably not so much black, but really dark dark sort of purples. Really, that's the colour scheme of the these type of aliens crawling around. There are several types of aliens um, that you'll that you get to unlock throughout the whole campaign as you're playing along. Some are walking time bombs, pretty much. They will walk around and as soon as you shoot them, they will explode. Kind of useful in some ways because you could use them to group up if you can bottleneck them into an area and then shoot those ones. There are big tank ones, and they are they carry shields and they also have a bit of a mace. So they're kind of they are the ones that you want to be more uh, careful of they're also equal to size there's a spider-esque type creature which spits out um goo and it kind of slows you down that's the, the point of like the goo that they spit out also that is also a pink purpley color as well in its um uh look so as you're going through that uh sludge that's on the floor um, it's uh, walking around. I should mention, of course, it is a top-down uh, shooter game. So the the game, yeah. So the game itself is a uh, like I said, it's an online co-op, drop in, drop out as well. Um, so you can you can play it su- uh, single player, which isn't um, which isn't too bad. But obviously, you know, as we've always said on the podcast, it is more fun with friends. I hope 
um, I get some friends in on this as well. I actually, I did have someone come in, uh, which I will mention, uh, Sagittarius, who came in, one of our uh, regulars on the show, uh, on the, um, well, in, in our chat, all of us who have got to know him quite well. He came in with, like, obviously, the, we, we normally have, like, um, some of our group is obviously uh, Beth, Freddy, Bacon, uh, as well as, like, Expense and Jelly. Obviously, they're, they're part of our, uh, our, uh, community so yeah so Sagittarius came in and actually helped me out uh, which was great because he um i just said like it was eight pounds i think it's eight pound 49 over on steam yeah it's eight oh eight pound 79 it has actually now started to receive mixed um mixed reviews and i i know i'll go into why that is and i think i know why that is my first impressions of this which is basically what it is, because I've only played sort of one section of it. Uh, but my first initial thoughts on this was that it's it is a fun game, it's fun shooter. It's, but I feel like there's a reason why it's getting mixed reviews is because of the play, the the game loop in it is very repetitive. You're having to or escort. Usually, in most cases, it's always escort and defend. And that's it. You'll you'll find a scientist who needs to own, unlock a door that you couldn't unlock even though they give you a key for another door that they um, that you later on uh, rely on to unlock. So, yeah, they, they serve sort of a couple of purposes, but you could have picked those up anyway. You could have picked them up from loot boxes. I'm sure you could have found crates somewhere or safe uh, just to pick up a key. Like, why do you have to escort these um, people around? But there you go. It's very similar to those old-style, um, I want to say like the old-style sort of top-down coin-ops, like the old arcade shooters that you used to have back in the day. So if you're familiar with those, I was playing this on keyboard and mouse, and it is available on Switch as well. So if you're going to use a controller, I would imagine it would be left analog would control the movement, and right analog controls like the vision. So like you're always, you turn your character according to how the analog is. Uh... And that's only a guess because, like, I haven't played. Like I said, I was playing it on PC. Uh, I was using so the keyboard and mouse. So for that reason, it would be the mouse was your vision and the um, WSAD usual sort of keys then uh, for your uh, movements. So yeah, you find your way going around, picking up different types of loot. I say different types of loot. It's mostly ammo. Uh, there's quite a few guns in this actually i would say actually graphically and the animations that i feel is quite good it is um quite f uh good to watch even though it's a top down and it's like there's still quite a little bit there's, a, there's just a little bit extra detail added to the sort of some of the characters like i was playing one of the characters there are six altogether six Although you can only have a four-player co-op, it's six characters you can choose from. There are two defense, two offense, and two uh, support characters. I picked one of the characters called... Uh, I forget the names of the characters now, but um, it was a sniper. you got a sniper. you got heavy, like, artillery. So you got, like, a minigun. Someone who has a minigun. Someone who has a flamethrower. Now... It's weird because, like, you can actually pick a flamethrower up, and you can actually pick up like um, sniper rifles up. But their their particular weapons are designed just for that character are slightly more better than the ones that you do find out throughout the world, which is um, just worth noting as well. But yeah, so you have got six characters to choose from. The character I was playing mostly was a sniper. Um, when I was playing with Sagittarius, he was like um, he was playing a support character. I was playing a sort of heavy weapons. Um, 
yes, it, well, it's sniper, isn't it? So it's like the fire round for the sniper rifle is actually really powerful. It's <laughs> like from a, you can't always see it. It's just off camera. It's just off screen, but you'll hear an explosion in the distance. And then as you go closer to where you just shot, you've shot a car in one bullet, one hit, and it, it could take out quite a, um, quite a big mob of uh, these uh, aliens running around, um, which is quite useful. So they're kind of one hit sort of shots on that. Um, when you're reloading, you do see the chamber sort of ping out as you're reloading. And I think it's a great, good little detail. Like there is, there's a pistol in, in this. And it's pretty much like a hand cannon. Again, it's, it's similar to like the, uh, the sniper rifle, but doesn't have the, not, not the same sort of distance, but you just fire off a round at a time and uh, having to reload round, round. And uh, yeah, when you're emptying the gun, it, you do see the bullets actually bounce on the floor. And I think that's quite, quite a nice little detail. So considering for what it is, um, it is it is a fun game, but to a point, like I said, the gameplay loop is what really sort of makes this game meh. Uh, the, the, the dialogue as well, I think the dialogue could have been a lot more better. Um, it's just it's just speech bubbles. It's do, it does feel, I think, I don't think it's in early access. I think it actually got full release. The 3rd of November it came out. It, today's the 5th, and it's already got mixed reviews. So people are, you know, they want to see improvements. I think those reviews will only improve when the game improves, and that's what's going to happen with this. It's, it is a fun game. Get, get four of your mates, or three of your mates, because you and you, like, you, obviously you want to play as well. <laughs> um it is a fun game to play but again the the loop is just meh it's just too repetitive um each character has unique abilities to drop like the the, the character i played was a sniper rifle uh, sniper character and she will slow pace because she's aiming down sight which uh which is kind of fun um because I, I at first I thought, why is she so slow? She's so slow. And then all of a sudden I switched my weapons. I was like, she sped up. Oh, and I realized she's constantly aiming down her sight while she's uh, equipped with the sniper rifle. Occasionally, um, over time, I think there's a cooldown on it, but you're one whichever character you're using, whether it's a support def or some kind of defense character, like my character, for instance, dropped grenades now and again, sort of just pooped one out. It's like, um, where does that come from? Uh, they just pooped one out, and like I said, I was playing with um, a good buddy, Sagittarius, who's, um, whose character would drop um, first aid, so you can pick those up for a. Uh, you can there is a there does there, there is enough ammo and first aid in the world, but I guess it's handy to have if they're not close by. Like you will have to search for those throughout the map, um, and if you're caught up in a crossfire with. Um, all the uh, aliens that you're having to fight against. Like, again, you know, it's it, this is like a wave and defense kind of thing, you know, defend the an area and then wave of attacks come come flooding in. So then you're having to um, find ammo and health packs. So, yeah, it does it does help to have characters that drop health, health packs. It does help to have characters to drop ammo. I'm guessing different characters will drop different types of loot i.e different types of uh, like weapons will have different types of ammo so i i guess that's that's what they do based on just just based on the one playthrough i had it seemed 
that was that was the thing. So yeah, what else can I tell you about this uh, that I've missed? Uh, have I missed anything? Oh yeah, there is an upgrade. You can upgrade all your weapons to gain to get upgrades for your weapons. You will have to find some sort of currency throughout the world. Taking out um, nests uh, or shooting them, they're like crystal structures throughout the world. If you shoot those, they will drop uh, a form of currency, which when you go to a workbench, you're able to then upgrade your weapons. Um, starting from the lowest going up to the obviously the highest. Obviously, the higher the upgrade, the more it's going to cost. So then you'll need to go out and make sure you keep collecting currency in order to do that. Once the weapon's reached its maximum, you no longer have a chance to upgrade it, and then it comes, it gets taken from the list of upgrades, quite simply. There's not much else to tell you about this other than what I've already stated. Just, you know, as we've said on the podcast many, 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 many times before, you know, multiplayer games are fun with friends. I did enjoy some of it on solo. Like I said, there are certain details in the game that I felt were missing, like the lack of voice acting. I guess it probably couldn't be implemented. Maybe it could. Should have been. It should have been implemented. I don't care. I'm gonna say it. It needed uh, it needed voice acting in it because, like, I felt there was something missing from it. It was like when I'm playing on my own, there was I felt I having to read dialogue and maybe I like because I was streaming it, I added voices just to the characters to, to make it more entertaining for myself. And you know, the fact that I was able to do that um, then means that you know, without that, without me doing it, it's kind of I, I get kind of bored from it. Like it was like. Well, this is boring. Now, lucky, like I said, lucky enough, Sagittarius came into my chat and he says, oh, um, co-op. I said, yeah, okay, I've got it. Can I join? Yeah, it's drop in, drop out. Um, all you got to do is just pick your characters. Once you do enter the game, you're, you're, there are stations throughout. There's say, there are sections throughout the game which are safe havens, so you can actually go into a camp, for example. The doors will lock, then you'll just be able to choose characters um, from a, a part, there's a there's a there's like a lockers. So you go to the lockers and uh, of different colours, the red, green, blue, um, which will come up. So that's obviously the classes. Um, that, that represents the classes. Then you'll get another chance to upgrade your weapons. You'll you'll be able to speak to characters as well. You can speak to a lot of the NPCs throughout the world. Um, they right tell you the, the certain areas that you can go to, but um. It is. It is a. It's a good game. It's just lacking that that voice acting thing for me. It was just kind of, yeah. Um, again, that that same old wash and repeat of escort, defend, escort, defend, escort, defend. It kind of got lost its um way towards the that I played. I played one area. You know, when you're on your own, especially. Um, it is. It is very much. Um. I needed any help. <laughs> I needed help. But um, but yeah, that said, oh, uh, I must mention, of course, there was a massive game, uh, game-breaking thing, which I felt was, um, which I felt was, let the game down massively. I, the, the voice acting aside, it's fine. Let's forget that. that I've, I've mentioned it. It, it, ain't, it ain't there. Let's get over it. Um, so yeah, it just makes that solo play a little bit meh. When you're with friends, you don't care about the dialogue because you're talking to your mates, you're having a laugh, and you don't necessarily give a damn. But um, but there was one game-breaking thing that I felt was um, a bit of a letdown, and I completed the first 
well, I, I, not on my own, but once we completed that first section and the map, you know, that first section is quite big. There's, there is a progress bar at the bottom of the screen. Um, once you start shooting, uh, some of the nests, you get, once you wipe out all the nests and you get rid of all of the spawn points that they can't no longer spawn in, you go into another section, you open, unlock another section. Now, once we got into the sec, that, that next section, um, it, 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 it was um there was um you sh you're killing the aliens but they still animated so they they didn't die. it looked like you was having to shoot them it's like why aren't they dying it was like oh they are dead they're just still in st they're stuck in an animation so that was broken hopefully they're going to fix that hopefully there's going to be they're going to be patching it but i don't feel like it has come out of early access i can't see it on steam saying it's early in early access so with that said it is okay it is if it was more than eight pound or eight pounds at nine, I probably would be um, much more angry towards the game. I'm not. It's 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 a fine price. It's a fine price to pay. It won't be on Game Pass. I don't think just yet. I think it's only on PC, Steam, maybe Epic Store. I'm not sure. I didn't check that out actually. Um, it's Triangle Studios and Curve Games, published by Curve Games. Uh, it is. It's fun with friends, but that's it. It's uh, I I think this kind of does echo Freddy's uh, talk about Ghostbusters, where it's fun with friends, gameplay is okay, but uh, yeah, um, solo is meh. Reli and you don't get with this, un unlike with the what Freddy was saying with the Ghostbusters, you don't get NPCs helping you out. You don't get AI helping you out. Um, you're pretty much on your own. The only time the AI helps you is when you're doing an escort mission and the AI has been given a gun for all its use it can be. Sometimes it's meh, sometimes it's nah, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> I know Freddy isn't here with me today, but I'm going to say, I'm going to drop in some of those lines as well. <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's from space. Let's wrap that up then, because there's only me here, as I said. So uh, I've got no one to uh, feedback from. <laughs> Give me some feedback. But yeah, that's that's what I'm. Uh, that's that's what I've been playing this week. I also want to quickly talk about another game that I actually played today, which was Doors Paradox. It came out actually yesterday. Slightly dearer, but probably worth it actually. Um, I had a lot of fun on this one. This was a really good game I played. I streamed it today. It's described as a relaxing puzzle escape game. Uh, make your way through a variety of handcrafted 3D uh, dioramas. Look for useful objects, find hidden clues and solve fun puzzle. Unravel this mysterious adventure about chaos and order and the surreal. It does this actually has positive reviews, which is good to actually compare to the last game I've just spoken about. Um, it's developed by Big Loop Studios and Snart Break. Um, it is a multiple ending adventure mystery. Uh, I think multiple endings, I'm not sure how that plays into it, because I think there are three types of levels that, that I recall. I, I'm, I've just gone through the first 20 levels or first i guess first i've just gone through the first uh 20 doors this was actually quite fun it's a nice chilled relaxing puzzle game compared to some of the puzzle games i played previously it, it is actually um really really fun to do the only reason i i stopped it i stopped playing toward just before the end just because i was getting headache not because of the game just because i was i was hungry i was like i really need to eat but uh i i've I put in probably about four hours 
And that 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 was like for the first 20 levels. So that gives you some indication just how long the game can be. If I'd done four, four about th- four hours of gameplay. Um, and that's really not because it was difficult in any way. Maybe I missed a couple of clues along the way. Um, also I had a bit of chat. So I had chat keeping me company, which is good, which is always a helpful if you are you know someone who streams these games it's always nice to have chat in there but you could do this just equally with just without you got more time to think about these things like where when you're actually i guess just because it's me streaming it maybe it was like oh i've got pressure <laughs> i've got people watching but um yeah you can take your time on this it is such a fun game i really enjoyed it i just i just enjoyed it it was just so such a chill relaxing game it's pretty much a point and click you know and there's no nothing else you need to do like just use your mouse like click on click on objects you know, zoom into a to a area around the door the, the whole thing the whole the, the way it's set up is that you've got a door which rotates on a big um sort of pedestal i think you know it just you know there's only one way into the to the door um but the whole thing's like like i said it's a diorama of whatever it was i think i went to egypt so there's like egypt themed there was um i think like an oriental theme sort of chinese look to it or japanese look to it where we was playing doing some um japanese sort of puzzles um there's the sort of sliding puzzles do you remember those sliding puzzles that you got when you was a kid um there would be like a row um of nine squares and it would make a pattern it would make a picture and then there would be one square missing. There was there's things like that in the game. So you'd you'd have to move the the tiles across, up, down, and try and get it into manipulate the in such a way that you you'll then create the picture that you're supposed to do. So there's there's things like that, but it's on you know on in the game. There is things like, uh, is it Mo Mojang the the uh, Chinese um, domino thing? Um, I call it a domino thing. Chinese chess, I think it's called. But there's like Mojang thing where it's match the pairs. Uh, there's games like that. So you match the pairs. That will unlock something. Then you'll find a key. You might you might need two keys. So you'll get two, one key from this, one key from something else. You you might have to pull down. I think it was um, from, yeah, it was from chat who said, oh, have you tried this? So it was handy to have, like I said, it was handy to have that extra... Um, extra set of eyes or you know someone else thinking with you um or for you in some cases as it were but that that was um that was a fun, again it's a very fun sort of puzzle relaxing it's not too stressful yeah okay sometimes you you might over i at least for me personally you end up overthinking again you're going all oh, right it's so obvious now that you've done it um but yeah i just wanted to do that and i'm not sure um just before i i round up um I'm just going to mention, I'm not sure if Freddy's going to join me in chat, but um, like I said, like I said at the start, uh, I think um, I think maybe he 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 might do, depend on, hopefully if, he, if he's feeling um, okay, just because I feel like... Hello? Hello. Hi, how you doing? Hello. Hello. Speak to the devil, he should appear. He should appear. Um, <laughs> oh, it's good Sorry. to have you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm late. No, 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 it's fine. I, I Like I said, at the start... I'm running it as a solo. I didn't expect anyone to come in. I knew you wanted to take some time off. And I know Bacon is away this week and 
yeah, Beth, Beth couldn't make it today. So it's like, well, well, um, I'm riding a solo. <laughs> yeah, YOLO solo. Not anymore. YOLO backup solo. has arrived. Back, I've got backup. I've got backup. <laughs> I, I have to say, I'm somewhat relieved in that case. <laughs> I, I was I was almost done with my talking about Doors Paradox, which is, uh, like I said, it was a fun game. Um, yeah. Is that what you was playing earlier? I That's, you play earlier. Yes, you was watching me play this earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's probably not going to be for everyone's taste, but, you know, when I compare it to the last game that I, uh, that I spoke about, um, like, graphically, they're equal. Like, they look, like, fairly nice in their, in their ways. But this has got so much for it as a single sort of player uh, game. And it's polished. You know, it's complete. It, it doesn't look broken anyway. How can you break? Well, how can you break it? Like, some of the, the, yeah. some of the puzzles in it are quite ingenious. Like you think, oh, I pull, I pull one lever, and it, and you got to turn the whole thing around, to ro- rotate the whole uh, door, as it were, around, and then you go, oh yeah, I got that now. I can solve that. It, it, it's just it's a puzzle. It's puzzle solving. It's a puzzle game. You know, make of it what you will. But for what ten pound, um, something was it? Uh, a uh, ten pound twenty five. It's currently ten percent off, but it's it would be eleven ninety nine. I'm not sure where it's available. I did check on Game Pass. I couldn't find it on there. But it, you know, I, it, this would this probably be be on iOS or something like that. You know, I reckon you could easily get this on as a mobile game. Yeah. So just look out for it on that. Um, but yeah, so two games compared like back to back, and this is better than the last one, <laughs> to be honest. And the last <laughs> one was a co-op, so that tells you a lot. It weren't bad. It was just not brilliant. Again, the price does reflect the game, so which is good. I mean, it's not like the the it's not like this is this is dearer, but in price, but it's worth it. The other game is priced exactly how it should be, under nine pound, and that you don't want to pay any more than that. So yeah, um, there we go. Two two games because I was alone. Until now, obviously, uh, <laughs> but um, Freddie, how are you doing? Anyway, let's let's welcome you in properly. Um, thank you very much for joining me. Um, yeah, you're saying late. To be honest, I weren't expecting anyone, so I appreciate you you joining me now. How are you? I know you're somewhat out of sorts I'm, in a little while. I'm going through the wars at the minute. I mate. know. Uh, I know. Yeah. So uh, less said the better. <laughs> I'm just food bar, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> So yeah, all um, I'm 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 on the road to recovery. I've got some new meds. I'm waiting physio. Um, got some other stuff. Uh, more med. Uh, you know, doctors is always like throw more meds at him. See, see what happens. So uh, yeah, I'm more I'm more stoned than I am, <laughs> I am yeah. with it. So, <laughs> you not know, you know, uh, I'm not actually being stoned, and they're not actually throwing rocks at me. I mean, you know, they're smoking the weefer stone for those that don't. I'm just not familiar with the term. Um, that's how I feel anyway of the medication I'm on. But, um, it's funny, it's, it's called methocarbamol, which has got meth in the name. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> yeah, drugs don't do them, kids. <laughs> and the doctor says so. Um, yeah, but I'm yeah, I'll live. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I've had worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, apart from that, I'm peachy. Um, yeah. Uh, well, kids, I mean, it's. Crap. That the fact that you're getting your um you know you're getting you're getting better and it's always like it's you know you're on the road to recovery and that's the main yeah. thing. 
Because that's what we want. <laughs> Baby. Yeah, that's yeah. what we want. Exactly what we want. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, fireworks night as well, isn't it, for a lot of people? It is the, fireworks uh, night. For, so, yeah, can I just apologise? Anyone listening, it might be difficult to sort of edit those out. I mean, I don't know if that gets picked up on my mic. Hopefully it doesn't. I've, I've not heard it. I mean, I, I think I've got a pretty much decent forward um, front, or oh, sorry, front facing mic, which basically means it can only pick up what's in front of it. And mm. given the everything else is behind the mic, so so to speak, so um, it shouldn't do. But um, yeah, just <laughs> in case it, just in case some of that sound does break through, it is fireworks you can hear popping. Yeah, and the, just make those sure. are the uh, those are our fireworks display. I hope you have a have a, have a good and, and fun time and uh and safe enjoy the, and, and safe yes very much so yeah um it's the it's the pet i don't i've never owned pets i, I think i mentioned this to beth the other day actually um i briefly spoke to her yesterday um um and uh yeah she, she was saying like she's got dogs like i don't i've never had animals but i do feel like for people who have got pets i can imagine that's a little bit it's a, night, it's a nightmare i can imagine i can uh, imagine yeah, I, i've had many dogs over my lifetime and um there was one dog i had uh louis uh golden lab and uh, he hated the fireworks i mean absolutely detested the fireworks and um it, every time yeah, any any firework went off he went absolutely balmy uh, barking peeing everywhere like completely just losing the plot. Yeah. Hated them. They're yeah. scared, scared witless, you know. Yeah. And there's not, nothing you could do. Uh, in fact, no, I've had two dogs like it. I'm not with it at all. Two dogs. The last dog, um, Casper, he was worse than, than Louis by a hundred percent worse. But, um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was a nightmare. It was so stressful. And in the end, I had to, I had to rehome him because he had so many, he's actually diagnosed with some mental problems, um, as a, as a pup. And oh. he needed med- he needed like proper medication and full time care and it's just like something we couldn't provide him. Yeah. So we found him a good home and he's doing all right now. He's he's a lot happier. Um. But that period for for a couple of years, I had him. He hated hated any loud sounds. Um. And he hated fireworks especially. So anyone out those of you out there do have a dog that is like that or any sort of animal like that, you have my sympathy. It's very stressful. <laughs> very stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let me let me get back on wow quick let me get out of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> no i don't have a spotlight unless you want me to talk about some random <laughs> um, <game. laughs> um look anything you bring to the table is fine <laughs> um, um I, I would i would suggest uh talk about um if i mentioned god of war in a, in a spotlight on here i, I don't recall i don't recall ever I mean, there might have been, but it, let's refresh people's memories anyway. Yeah. So. Well, um, I want to talk about God of War because the sequel comes out next week. Yes. Uh, on the 9th. Um, and it's what well, literally, I've been looking forward to this game since they finished the first game. Now, um, yeah, if you haven't finished God of War, why haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's available on PC and obviously it was a PlayStation exclusive. And we covered this a little while ago, PlayStation exclusives are coming over to PC, especially those on from the PS4 era. Um, God of War is uh, basically a uh, story of Kratos. Uh, if you're not familiar with the God of War franchise, have you been living under a rock? I mean, it is, it is a phenomenal series. 
Um, I own uh, God of War 2, 3, and 4. And for those that haven't, those that have played the original God of Wars and then haven't picked up 4 because you're worried about the gameplay or you, you don't like the style of it or the directional change, um, don't worry about any of that. Pick up number 4 and play it. I think you can get it for half price um for most places uh it's in the it's in the playstation essentials now so at most it's going to cost you 20 quid um and in a sale or 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 some other third party website you'll get it for for half price now i've bought it twice because i I, i'm a sucker (laughs) and i wanted it on the pc and i had it on the playstation um it really did it really is one of these that could really do with a playstation 5 uplift i'm quite surprised i haven't done the next gen upgrade um, for it so if you've got the pc that's where you want to play it because it's it looks the best on pc you know master race you know hashtag come at me i don't care master race right pc easily um if you can afford it <laughs> if not playstation console scrub you are <laughs> <laughs> no i'm still gonna set the comments off war console war let's go no i'm joking if as a gamer i like all of them they're all brilliant they all have their pros and cons um but you know graphically wise it looks the best on pc that's just as a given because playstation 4 you know given give it its due credit where it's due the playstation pro uh was pretty decent for its time um you know uh 30 30 frames per second 4k pretty decent back in the day uh so now we've got um so got so i mean i'm waffling on about graphics i haven't got to the story yet so Kratos is the story of Kratos. You follow Kratos, um, uh, and at the start of the game is is hacking down trees, and uh, he takes them back, and he's he's uh, he set, set a pyre up, and um, you're you you it's quite a somber start to the game. You bury you, you sort of cremate his wife, and then his his wife last um, wishes was to take her ashes to the tallest part of the of the uh, mountain or the area, the highest point in or whatever I can't remember the zone it's called. The highest point there, and then just, and then scatter her ashes was her, was her wish, um, but he, she hand marked the the trees for her prior, uh, but what they what Kratos and his boy boy, boy. doesn't know <laughs> he doesn't know um, is it his boy's name the son's name's called Atreus, uh, but he's referred to as boy for the whole thing. So he he basically there was a there was a protective stave around the woods. Um, which basically stopped the Norse gods from finding Kratos. Now, Kratos is a Greek god of war, um, and he, he basically just single-handedly destroyed the Greek pantheon uh, and, and destroyed Pandora's box and released it upon the earth. Uh, and he also embodied hope and released hope onto the earth. And then he dies at the end of number three, supposedly dies, blatantly obvious he doesn't die because he's in the fourth one. It's a live kicking, right? But he is called the ghost of Sparta, so maybe he might be a ghost. He might be a ghost. Who knows? There might be the whole sixth sense thing at the end of it. <laughs> it was all a dream, uh, but who knows? Um, but yeah, he's um, he's got a kid, and uh, you have to sort of start story beats as you go from um, from mop, from being hidden from the Norse gods uh, to then being found by the Norse gods. And the first one that finds you is Boulder, and the Boulder is Thor's brother. Now, this follows the old Norse mythology. This isn't MCU Norse mythology where, you know, Thor is a, is a loud mouth partying, drinking fat dude who likes to play Fortnite. Uh, no, this, this, yeah. this, is the, this is the old 
uh, old style um, Norse gods where they are all big, fat and rowdy. And Thor is a massive boy, um, boy. And he has the hammer and literally they're very nasty people. They're very nasty gods. And they're they're oppressors. Um, they're not for the people. It's, they're all for themselves. And Boulder is no different. Now, Boulder's case is that he's been cursed by his mum, Freya, um, to live an immortal life because she doesn't want him to die. Because he is foretold that he will die a horrific death at some point in the future. Uh, so she, she curses him for immortality try and stop him from dying but the side effect of this curse is that he can't feel anything uh, he, he basically challenges kratos uh, for two reasons odin orders him to investigate um kratos because odin is actually scared big time of kratos because they know about him they know his accomplishments they know his history they know how many times he's been killed and come back to life if you've played the other games slight spoiler he was sent to hades uh three times and he came back. He even killed the god of death <laughs> to come back to life, right? He even killed the sisters of fate to to come to come back. There's nothing stops Kratos. He's a he's a very angry man. <laughs> right? He's he's angrier than me in my rants, and that <laughs> take that takes that takes some doing. Um, and you know, he he's is it is it is it? He basically follows his growth as a as a dad, um, as a single dad uh, to his son. And his, his son Atreus is an annoying little twerp to start off with, but he does actually grow on you throughout the story. Um, and it's basically Kratos versus North, Norse mythology. And it sort of takes the North Norse uh, mythology and adds a Kratos spin. And it's done so well. Um, and it's written so well. And the, the acting is phenomenal. It's all motion captured as well. Um, and it's just it's just a phenomenal experience. It's one of my favorite games. And I don't want to go on too much about it because really you should experience it for yourself. If you haven't, I'm not, if, if it's been in a, a podcast before, I apologize. But it is literally one of my favorite games of all time. Um, it's actually above Mass Effect 3. And that takes some doing for me. Um, nothing comes close to the God of Boy. Um, so the sequel uh, coming out, Ragnarok. Uh, picks up immediately where the second the, the first game leaves off especially if you've got the hidden ending uh where you go back to you go back to the the hut and you get a surprise visitor um and i'm not going to spoil that for who that is um but, but if you want to know you can you can do a quick uh, youtube search and and find out who that is and that's where the second game picks up from now the first game took me about 30 hours to complete um and that's with doing all the side missions um that's not 100 percent in it that's just doing some of the side missions now if you're looking to 100 percent the game you're looking at, at least 50 hours plus um i haven't platinumed them platinumed them yet um but it's it's very rewarding if you do because it unlocks gear armor um little nuances for new game plus and stuff like that uh it's got four difficulty settings uh, it's got story mode Give me a story, give me a challenge, uh, make it worthy, and then there's a the final one, the final difficulty unlocked by completing it on the hardest setting on New Game Plus, uh, which is like it's called God Mode, which is just hilarious because you think God Mode is oh God Mode, I'm in, uh, I've got God Mode, yes, I can't die, no, you will die immediately. <laughs> it's like Dark Souls on steroids. Um, so the combat is something that is, um, it's very Souls-like, but it's not Souls-like if that makes sense yeah it's got a very good block and parry system if it, and 
basically if you master the block and parry and the and the, the combo system you ain't getting touched if you if you master the uh throw and art and, and atreus's archery timing you you ain't getting hit like there's, there's so much stuff you can do in this game combo wise um it's almost like a like a fighting game-esque in terms of how much you can link together and and sort of make it all gel everything about the game just works perfectly the soundtrack's amazing the graphics are amazing the acting's amazing the story's amazing it's it's probably Santa Monica's best title. Now, a little fun tidbit here is that the first game, um, they put all their eggs in one basket. If the game had flopped, they would have gone bankrupt. Um, as the uh, 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 Corey, is it Corey Hudson, uh, the head of um, Santa Monica, he said that uh, they would have gone bust. Um, so the game saved the studio. And thank God um, they're still about. Um, so this, the second game, Ragnarok, um, if you don't know, if you're not familiar what Ragnarok is, Ragnarok is an event in Norse mythology that wipes out all of the Norse gods. Um, so, and this Ragnarok actually puts an end to Kratos' adventures in um, Norse mythology. Now, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but it's not because it's actually been mentioned in interviews. If you've been paying attention to the or following God of War in any capacity, uh, the next chapter of God of War after Ragnarok is he's going to be taking on the Egyptian gods. Now, I don't know how, when, or why, or how, what, how, what's going to happen to him to end up there, um, but he's going to be fighting the Egyptian gods, and then after that chapter is concluded, he's going to be fighting the Japanese gods. So that there's going to be a massive plethora of, of really cool um, set-up and set pieces um, in those in the next chapters of, of God of War. Um, for those that are, remember the God of War three, the set pieces were the massive god, the massive boss fights, the massive dragons, the titans. You know, the you know the sort. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Dragon's Dogma, where you fight, you literally climb on the monsters and the dragons, and pretty much the set set pieces are like that in Ragnarok. Um, and that, that's probably a little bit of a spoiler there, but. And the, the, the boss fights, the, the epic fights are so epic, they literally leave you uh, jaw-dropping. Now, this is cross-platform. This is on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Obviously, it's an exclusive um, to PlayStation. We have no idea if it's coming to PC. I'm assuming that um, going by the time frame they release these games into PC, we're looking at uh, 2024, 2025 release, God of War 2 release for PC. Um, and it looks it looks phenomenal, the PS5 version. And uh, yeah, so it's it's definitely worth um, every penny you pay for it. And I don't normally say this, I mean, you know me, I don't normally advocate buying games at full price. I mean, Steve knows that I don't hmm. advocate buying games at full price. Always looking for a deal, deal sale, essentially. Um, but I I would recommend hmm. if you can afford it, buy it on release date. Um, is a, is a, I think this is one of the few instances where I would actually say pre-ordering is safe bet um, for this game. Uh, I I haven't pre-ordered, but I'm going to be buying it when it when it releases. I'm going to be selling my kidneys, my legs, and my feet, and anything I can get hold of. I'm going to sell my kids <laughs> to, get, <laughs> to, get hold, to get hold of this game. Oh, no, no. I, won't, I, I won't really. I'm, I'm, they're, they're perfectly safe. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've, I've already got the funds set aside to buy it, so um, you know I just, I just had to stitch myself back up from selling the uh, my ribs 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's the real reason I'm buggered. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to drone on too much. But it's it's definitely a game. If you have a PlayStation Four, or PlayStation Five, it is a must-own title. Now, if you're worrying about performance-wise, um, being it being a cross-platform game, um, if you've got a PlayStation Pro, you'll have no you'll have no issues playing the game. Um, if you've got a normal PlayStation, however, a non-pro version, PlayStation Four, uh, it will struggle to run on that. Um, so I highly recommend that you um, play it on a PlayStation Pro if you haven't got a PS5. Um, lucky for me, I've got a PS5 and I'll be playing the PS5 version. Gives <laughs> 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 you a little kid at Christmas. Um, <laughs> but uh, well, that will help me uh, see through the, the days of recovery uh, quite nicely. Um, but yeah, if if I can stream it, I will be streaming it. If if not, then you'll have to wait until I'm 100. Uh, percent You'll definitely be hearing about it on the Bits and Pieces podcast when I finished it. So look out for that. But no, it's definitely have, um, you know, definitely add it to your wish list um, and buy it if you can. You won't be disappointed. It's one of the few one of the few games that I recommend you have um, as a 3D 3D stamp of approval. Is God of War Ragnarok and God of War One. And um and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, nice. Um and I mean I, I hope you are gonna be streaming it because it means that you're gonna feel a lot better. Yeah, well I I will stream it if I feel up to it. If not, yeah, yeah. wait. Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> or good things um, come I to think... those I don't know why I say that. <laughs> I've been waiting a long time for good stuff to happen. <laughs> It's always bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to like, um, as I said, I, I think you, we have briefly mentioned it before and I yeah. know I've, yeah. I've just never had time to invest in it. That's, and it's something, it was one of those games. Um, I, I, I feel like you need to just not break from it. Just, Constantly play it. I feel yeah, like. you need to put some time into it. Um, and be given it does given, reward you, though. Yeah, given my sort of structure on on around playing how I play games. If you look at all the games I've played, they're, they're all games that are jump in, jump out. They're yeah. not story based, and I feel no. this is something you need to um, stick with. You need a bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, time to play it. But yeah, it's not. It's, so it's not for the lack of like. Not wanting to, it's more of a of for me. It's just more of a. I'm never going to finish it if I if I get it and I'll start it. I know for a fact I will never finish it, and I don't yeah. want that. I don't want that to be my experience. I want to be able to enjoy, to enjoy it for the first time because I know it is good. I know it's good. I, I've got I've got friends as well as yourself. Um, I've got other friends as well who have all played it and have gone. Yeah, it's great. It's it is a good game. And I believe it, it, it like you know, I believe it is, um, and it remains to be seen. And I can't imagine the second one being any, uh, you know, or being um, poor. But um, and obviously, it, fingers it looks crossed. phenomenal. It they, does look great. They, I will say this: that um, if you've watched the um, developers' videos uh, from Santa Monica Studios across across PlayStation's promotional videos, 
And the one thing that they touched on, they that they got the feedback from the first game was enemy variety. Uh, enemy variety in the first one is a bit suspect. Um, you do fight too many of the same recolored uh, sort of elites, if you like. Um, that does that does uh, is a little bit of a downer on. That's the only downer I'd say on number one is that the enemy variety is is pretty poor. Now in the second game, they've heard loud and clear, uh, and there's you go through all nine realms of the Norse mythology in the second one and every, and they've, they've literally added so many enemy types. Yeah. Um, that literally is only a, I think there's only a handful of enemies that they repeat in the, you know, the elite boss format. Um, there's more bosses, there's more mini bosses. There's more side missions that feel like major missions. It's pretty much like the Witcher three approach where every quest feels important, you know, and that's, that's how they've, they've done it. They've, they've done away with the, you know, go here and kill this crap from the first game. And it's not so much, sorry, it's not so much rubbish. It's the fact that it just, it becomes a little bit tedious um, at the start because when you're undergeared and, and don't have the right equipment, going doing some of these side missions in um, at the start of the number one can be quite frustrating. So then you have to backtrack on yourself when you're a bit geared up to then go and do it. That's the, that's the only thing I found a little bit on the sort of negative side. It's not, it's not a real, it's not, it's nothing major. Like if you're used to playing these sort of games, um, you know that you have to re, re you know, most uh, open world games, you'd have to retrace your steps to when you once you've leveled up to go back to areas that you can't access. And plus there's abilities and stuff you don't have uh, and weapons you don't have that you need to go back to areas that are locked off um, for story reasons. Yeah. So you, you have to do a lot of backtracking uh, in the in the first one, which which is the second one, they've addressed. They've sort of um, said that they're not going to be do, they're not doing that. Everything's all always moving forward and free flowing. Um, so there's there's not a lot of backtracking in the second one for those that don't like the backtracking of the first one. Um, so that's a good thing. But uh, I'm really looking forward to the the uh, the boss fights and the enemy types. Uh, for those that have played the third and second games, will recognise some of these enemies as well. And you'll, you'll be like, what, what, what? You'll be like, what's this? What? 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 I, what's this? What's, who's this from this one? Who's in that game? Oh, is that my, I, I, as soon as I saw the um, enemy type trailer, I got a little bit giddy, like a little bit fan, a little bit, bit fanboy, <laughs> uh, because I recognized them from the third and second games. So, um, yeah. Uh, the only thing I, I don't like is that they got rid of the uh, the sex mini games from the, uh, the third, no, third no. game, <laughs> the second one, where you get to plow. Um, plow through the ladies as Kratos in the in the second and third game which is a hilarious mini game because it's literally a, it's a, it, like, you press X and circle alternate, alternately um, for the naughty bits and then <laughs> you press it like in time for the final thrust <laughs> <laughs> oh god and, and then he just grunts and it just cuts to him wiping himself down and he walks off it's it's, it's so funny <laughs> oh my god yeah it's a uh, wow. It's naughty, but it's funny. I think of um, like Legend Suit Larry type funny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In yeah. That scenario, it's like tongue in cheek, but uh, a little bit of deletion. Deletion, um, but, but it's, it is it is rather funny. Yeah, it did it did make me chuckle when I, I did that. But you can you can skip it. You don't have to do it at all. I mean, just walk past the bed. Just walk past the the pleading ladies. <laughs> Oh, wow. Which is hilarious because as you're walking off, they're talking to you, and this is like, yeah, must not give in, I must not give in. 
Because <laughs> you got an achievement, you get an achievement for ignoring them, which is um, you know, a little hint there. It's a platinum achievement. It's a, it's a silver, silver achievement. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's um, it's how it's how it's how rare people don't uh, ignore it. <laughs> it's just a, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's, it, that is a little bit of a fun fun fact there. A little bit of a little bit of a funny funny stuff there for you. But um, yeah, I've lost I've lost track now. Of what I was talking about. Steve, <laughs> help! <laughs> oh, we've gone we've gone off. Uh, that's fine. Derailed. Derailed. I I derailed when I started the show, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like, I've got no one to talk to. Uh, Actually, yeah, was... it was it was like. I didn't, yeah, like I said, I didn't expect anyone to come in, and the, I do appreciate the fact that you came in. Um, and that's why I'm, that's was, uh, that's why I'm like, don't apologize for being late. Like, you're not really late. You just weren't, you weren't expected to be here. So the fact that you are, I do appreciate immensely. I mean, it's like, it's, um, yeah, I, I was, I was joining. <clears throat> once I'd finished, once I'd done my spotlights, I was just going to do the news. So this would have been quite short. <laughs> This week, yeah, uh, it would have been a short one. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Here I come to ruin your day. <laughs> well, looks like we're uh, what, all night. In. Right. What, um, what what news do you have for us, Emily? Um, Steve? I did pick out some news. Again, it was about what I could find, um, which isn't again. It's not a lot. We are getting. Although I must mention this now because it's. Coming towards that, I think we did it last year. So we would have, because we we are getting close to our year's anniversary. So in a couple of weeks, uh, is it a couple of weeks' time? We, there will be the Game Awards. Two weeks. Two weeks' time, yeah. So I think we started the podcast up the week before. I think we had news. I think we started it and then we had news come up. I just thought I'd mention it because... Now we know what to look forward to. <laughs> We've got something to look forward to in the next couple of weeks. So there will be talking. There will be a talking point. Um, but anyway, just to say, um, just to say, uh, yeah, we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. PS5 prices hasn't hurt demand, apparently, according to Sony players. Of course, it's a, it's a Sony poll, so of course they're going to say that. What choice do they have? I mean, what? Well, yeah, of course it's not going to hurt them. They're going to buy it anyway. Yeah, you know, it's, it's rather that than pay the scalper prices. So there's a win-win for PlayStation, isn't it? Of course it, it is. But um, yeah. that's what I I saw this. I know because um, we said it. I think when it was announced. So yeah, yeah according to Sony players are willing to pay more than the original PlayStation price to purchase Rubbish. the next gen console. Yeah, I mean, this is made up from their own PR stuff. This is like... Oh, yeah, this is garbage. This is uh, reinforcing their price hike. Of course it is. And so, look, look, oh, look, look, never mind the price hike. You still get you still get a PS5. It's cheaper than the Sky Scalpers. Yeah, That's yeah, basically, yeah. Might, as well, might as well leave with that. It's cheaper than the Scalpers. <laughs> you might it, as well leave yeah. with that. You know, not even... It's not even... So blowing your own trumpet. You're sucking yeah, your own trumpet it? off yeah. at this point, you know. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Um, I just posted it if you wanted to have a look. But yeah, I'll 
I was just looking through that. Um, so yeah, in late, in late August, uh, suddenly increased the price of the PlayStation 5 in various countries, including Europe, Canada, Australia, Japan, and China, which is what we reported on. We said about this back then, yeah. back when it was out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The price increase amount is to about 10% of the original PlayStation price cost. Sony explained that the company needed to adjust the price of the PlayStation 5 to generate general inflation and adverse okay. currency trends. Uh, this price hike didn't uh, impact the United States. Of course it didn't. Uh, despite the PlayStation 5 costing more than its direct competitor, the Xbox Series X demand seems to remain strong for Sony consoles. Uh, the new pricing of the PlayStation 5 should bring around 10 billion yen to Sony, which uh, amounts to roughly 68 million US dollars. The total payment of the PlayStation 5 users increased during quarter two compared to the previous quarter, but decreased 10% uh, year on year as players had more opportunities to go outside as the COVID-19 situation were getting better. According to Sony, players purchased fewer older games than before. While the sales of major new titles remaining strong, the company uh, concluded that the PlayStation 5 users uh, played a uh, smaller number of titles to spend less money on. This desire to save money didn't prevent players to purchase a console, though. And Sony announced increasing the PlayStation 5 production to improve the stock situation before the end of the year. I, I still don't, well, well, I mean, I know. Still calling bullshit, but yeah. The, the, the thing is, the... Um... The Microsoft are holding off on their price increases, but they're going to be increasing their prices soon, uh, according to sources from Microsoft themselves. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all this PlayStation price hike, it's, it's crap. You know, it's, it is absolute nonsense why they're raising the prices. But, you know, Xbox are just biding their time. And then once the, all the hype surrounds their console dies down, they will be raising their prices because uh, apparently they're losing money of every console sold, apparently. Um, X Xbox are selling their Xbox Series X at a 20% loss uh, on the on the hardware yeah. um, in, in order to push the subscription model. Yeah. But, um, they, they, yeah, that's 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 from sources from Kotaku and um, other 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 people saying that. But Xbox themselves have said that their their prices will will increase at some point. Um, I still can't believe how bad Sony's Game Pass thing is. <laughs> have, you, uh, have, you, have you have you looked at their PlayStation Plus? Stuff? No, I haven't. See, I can't. Since moving away from PlayStation Four and going onto PC, which is what I've pretty much always yeah. I've always been a console player up until um, basically up until COVID. Um, because that's when I start. That's when I moved into getting a PC. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so when we well since nineteen then nineteen twenty, I suppose. Um, like that's twenty nineteen, not twenty. Yeah, <laughs> just to clarify. Yeah, <laughs> not nineteen twenty. <1920. laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I've been out. I've been around the years. Um, no, <laughs> so yeah, I've always been pretty much a predominantly a console player. So I'd always followed consoles. And then when I moved into PlayStation, I was like, mm, oh, sorry, when I moved into PC, um, I didn't fully give up on console news and stuff, but I, I didn't necessarily follow it as, as much as I would have done. 
So no, the answer to that is no. Um, but I know it's not great because I had seen some things and we have spoken about it before in the podcast and it is, it is dire. The, the, like from what I do know about it, but yeah, uh, you're no more than me anyway. Having actually, yeah, I've actually it? bought it. I actually, I actually subscribed to it for a month. I need to realize that I own 60% of the library. Um, anyway, and, that, and that's without paying for the premium, um, version which is basically all the games on the game on the xbox game pass um i don't know how they can charge what they charge about adding their first party exclusives i, I really don't understand how they can charge only 20 quid a, like that's eight, 16 17 pound a month yeah and they don't even have their exclusives on there not even the year old exclusives i mean you don't have to put on the like the latest releases if you don't want to but you could put in like the 2021 exclusives on the ps5 oh wait there isn't any because of because the console wasn't even in people's laps at that point um yeah playstation have got a long way to go to catch up um to yeah xbox yeah i think yeah. i think next year next year if they add the games they've got coming out on their library to the to their own pass next year then then maybe they might catch up or even surpass xbox because there's one thing xbox does not have is great exclusives. <laughs> they really don't have good exclusives. They have a great third-party library of games, but they don't have brilliant exclusives. I mean, you've only got to look at Halo Infinite as an example of how bad their exclusives are. Um, what was that rubbish uh, Left for Dead game that we played? Oh, uh, same game. Back for Blood or something. Back for Blood, yeah. Back for Blood, garbage. Scorn, garbage. <laughs> you know there's so many games that come out on it that are exclusive complete garbage I, I laugh harder on Scorn because uh, for two reasons one it's, it is bad and and the second one that is where um, I because most recently I, I decided to just for a bit of fun I put together uh, some samples from the podcast um, <laughs> which, if you want to hear it, it's in the Discord. Um, uh, we could post it today. Actually, if if I if I can dig it out, I'll dig it out before the end of the show, and I'll I'll, I'll play it. Um, and you only hear it here exclusively, um, because I will have to take it out for the um for people <laughs> listening, just because of copyright reasons. You know, this is going platforms like uh, iTunes, so you know, um, you know, I have to be a bit careful. Damn now. copyright! Yeah. So for that reason, I'll. Um, if you want to hear it, go and check out our <laughs> Discord um, section of ch- our chat section in, in the podcast sec- uh, Discord. Um, I, yeah, just basically to the point I was getting to, because um, I was editing that, um, the Laurent piece on that just makes me laugh <laughs> even more because that's where I got the sample from. <laughs> Incoming rent. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Uh, uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Sorry, I sort of <laughs> <laughs> slowed you. I slowed you down there, but yeah, you that, did, that you did, but... <laughs> I did. Anyway, yeah. So you said about just that their exclusive uh, scorn was just awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so if play if if judging by the games they've got upcoming then they should be pretty decent right we've got um we've got forespoken coming out on the ps5 i don't know if it's out soon or this month i think it's out this month on the i don't know i'm not sure when its release date is let me 
we have a quick Google for spoken. Actually, no, it was delayed, wasn't it? January 24. So that was supposed to come out in October and they delayed it to January on the PS5. So the PS5 have got no exclusives coming until I no, until next year. They have, they're dead. Their console's dead. Like they're wow. the only thing keeping it afloat is Call of Duty right now and uh, FIFA. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, um, <laughs> and that's about it. Um, so that, but their their library is garbage. I mean, I I've owned a PlayStation for a very long time. Yeah. Right? I've had I've had I've owned all the all the PlayStations one two three four and the five, and the five is by by far the worst console out of all of them. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's a nice shiny poo. It, you know, it, it doesn't matter how many times you shine up PS5. It ain't gonna play anything because there's nothing to play on it. Um, and the games they have had on it haven't been great. At least not for me, not my cup of tea. Um, Returnal hated it too hard. Um, what was it? Uh, Demon Souls Remaster hated it too hard for me. Um, really was frustrating. I got stuck. Well, I got I did the first quarter of the game, and then I got stuck because uh, I you had to grind so much to 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 get past the third zone, and I just like it wasn't like Elden Ring where you could run off and grind and get stronger and you know it was enjoyable he was literally stuck farming the same like two rooms over and over and over again until you got strong enough to take on the rest of the game i can't be bothered of that it's the game is just oh it's just, you can tell it's an old game like it's 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 a it's an old game with a brand new shiny coat yeah um you know it might look nice but the gameplay is still the same old pile of yeah the first game the first demon souls was now, you know, you could argue, that, oh, that's the game designed that way. It, but it, it didn't do well when it came out. It, you know, it, it did all right, but it wasn't like it wasn't like Elden Ring levels of excitement. You know, it, Souls games back then weren't really a thing. So they weren't they didn't really have an audience. So that game sort of just Demon Souls flew under the radar. The only reason that came back at all was because of the success of Bloodborne. Um, Sekiro and stuff like that. So that game didn't do anything for me. And was there any other exclusives on the PS5 worth mentioning? Um, Crash Bandicoot. Was that an exclusive or number four? Crash Bandicoot, I think. Didn't that go to... Didn't Blizzard get that because of... Um... Yeah, but it was on. It was exclusive for a little while, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. Mm. Number Crash Bandicoot. It's about time. Um, I'm sure that was a. On, oh, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. So that's what I was thinking of. Ratchet and Clank. Uh, in the Ratchet in Time or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, that was all right, but that wasn't anything special either. So they had these average, or you know, below average, average tier games, um, on the PS5, and it's it's just. I think they've got a cheek uh, charging more money for the console. I mean, I was, I said this many times, and you've heard me say this many times. It's like I regret buying my PS5. Yeah, yeah. It's only because I think the only thing that's going to save it is God of War Ragnarok. Um, I think if that ain't coming out, if that wasn't coming out this year, I think the console would be in in dire straits. I mean, I think that's the only reason why people have bought one. Um, I think the other thing that's helped it is Final Fantasy VII remake is the other exclusive uh well timed exclusive because it's already on pc <laughs> um that went to pc quite quickly 
um, didn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, from from release, um, so that wasn't even a timed exclusive. It was a limited exclusive. I'm losing my voice here. I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, basically, Sony bad, Xbox bad. Game Pass is still really good, but um, the future for Game Pass is it might be expensive, and it don't pay for the PlayStation Plus subscription thing. It's not worth it. That I mean, okay. Let's just just before we end on that, I just want to add a little. Uh, ask us. Don't know if playing devil's advocate, I suppose, but um, because the prices goes up, does that still make it a bad thing? Or like uh, the Game Pass, like um, like if you're talking it, about Xbox Ultimate, no, because you're still getting a massive amount. You're getting like four hundred plus games. Yeah. You know, and access to them on your on on online as well, and not just on your on your console, but on your mobile or your tablet, or you know, all your other devices that you can play on that you can stream to. Um, you know, let's not forget that Xbox does have that online streaming service, and it's actually pretty decent. Um, I've used it a couple of times. Yeah, it's not brilliant on a phone because um, if you, if you haven't got a controller handy. The controls take up the whole screen, so yeah, you can't really yeah. see, see what's going on. But if you're playing on a tablet, um, a tablet device, uh, or anything bigger than the, ta- you know, anything like a tablet, uh, or if you have a, co- a controller to plug in uh, or connect Bluetooth, then yeah, you'll have a great time with it. Um, but you, you're getting the you're getting the PC games included in that, and you're getting the the, the console games, and you've got Xbox Gold included in that as well, which you get. I know the gold games are rubbish, but you still get some free games that are in permanently in your library, even if you don't have a subscription. That, that you know you can still play them, you know, which is which is which is which is kind of nice of them, really. Um, so yeah, there is that. Even I, I, I would say, and and this is not giving Microsoft permission to do this, but. And if it, I would pay up to twenty five pounds a month for that subscription, yeah, right, okay, because of how because of how much value you get yeah. and how much I use it. But the average user, say for instance, someone like yourself who doesn't work, oh, sorry, doesn't work, who works a shitload of hours and has a very difficult schedule, um, I would I would argue that maybe that's not worth it because you won't be able to, you can't invest There's the no, time, no time, no no benefit, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So you're paying through the nose. Um, I mean, at its current price point, yeah, it's fine. But for someone that doesn't have a lot of time, if they put the price up, I would argue that maybe they could separate the PC one and the and the ultimate one. I'm pretty sure the PC one is separate. You can just get a PC one. Um, yeah, but I've only ever. I've, I'm not entirely sure on that. So don't quote me on that. But the my pennies worth is it's it's good value up until about twenty five pound a month. Anything more than that. Um, I think that's asking too much. I mean, that's a lot of money for a subscription, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it, I just wanted to sort of like because what you were saying, just because it, as you ended like the last that last piece with um the fact that they are putting up the prices, um, and I just wanted to get an opinion on whether you thought like the price increase makes massive difference. Like, given um that I do actually go to that quite a lot and i know you do as well um but obviously i don't go to it as much as you like you said it's more about um time you know there's no point in me yeah. downloading the game i can't play because i've just yeah. because it's free 
It's not, you know, yeah. that, although you've paid a subscription, it, it ultimately becomes like a, a free game. There's no point in yeah. replaying it. Like, had scorn of not um, been on there, I would have, like, I think I did actually mention this, and I was just, just echoing what I did say. I would have demanded full 100% um, refund because it's yeah. so, I, I, I just thought it would die anyway. But yeah. but because it was on Game Pass, it enabled me to download something. It was crap. I deleted it, and I didn't waste any any extra money. Yeah. So yeah, that there's there is benefits to it. And again, like you said, it's um, <laughs> it was one of their games that they've put on there, but like eh, on its day of release. Um, unfortunately, I never made the same. I never. I meant I. I never made the same. Um thing went with uh back for blood unfortunately i did buy it on steam first but still. <laughs> um that's just my bad for not um being a bit more savvy when it comes to uh yeah actually getting I'll, stuff. I'll always ask me first funny enough funny enough the the two games i spotlight tonight i went straight to xbox uh game pass straight away first of all i was like eh, wait a minute <laughs> hold up no wait a minute no no <laughs> Uh, I mean, to be fair, given the prices, like even though, even though that even though from from space isn't that good, um, yes, I would have much preferred it been on Game Pass, but it's still cheap. Um, had Sagittarius not come in and helped me out, I would have actually ended it. I would have got a refund, I think, but because it's with friends, it was a lot better. I might pick it up. It's eight um, quid, isn't it? It's it's like yeah, it's just under nine quid. It's like for the sake. Well, of... I actually know the dev- I actually know the devs, so um, right. if you I can might get... ask them for a key. If you can get a CD, if you get CD key, or if you get a key for somewhere, absolutely, definitely go for it. Get it. Um, I know we sort of I I know we ended well, that uh, that topic a while ago, but yeah, just to yeah yeah. I mean, I say I know the devs. I mean, I'm acquainted with them. I know I've been speaking to them through um our friend Twitter. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So I'm, I might see if I can. I've been trying to butter them up to get them a free key. Yeah. So I've, I mean, they, so, um, I try and get a key off them. If not, I'll just buy the game. I was hoping that um, because it was new, tagging them in a tweet might help get them into my chat, but <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> Sometimes no, it does. I mean, you yeah. never know. Like I know I've, Beth's has had uh, been very fortunate with devs coming in. I think you have as well. I had my first dev uh, come in through um, um, uh, Phantom Hysteria. Yeah, yeah, first time ever in my four, no, six year streaming life. Wow. As, as yeah. the devs come in and said hello and but, followed yeah. me. <laughs> That's um, yeah. They were they were they weren't in there for long, but it was it was nice to be appreciated that uh, playing their game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not in sim levels of following right yet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not quite there yet, but no, no. You, but it's yeah. one of those things you never know. You never know. <laughs> no, you don't know until you try. So that's a that was an interesting PlayStation rant segue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, I don't know if this ties in. There is a sort of PlayStation Five mention in that. There was a Final Fantasy, um, sixteen. Is that anything you'll be interested in? There is a um, demo soon. There's a demo coming out. Yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah, the, the Final Fantasy 16 looks amazing. It's like Game of Thrones-esque 
Final, uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have, if you're not familiar with 15, um, and uh, the Lightning Returns games, then the combat and that will feel very alien. Even uh, Final Fantasy Remake, uh, the combat system is very similar to Final Fantasy Remake. Um, so the demo um, is more of the same. There's yeah. probably slight caveats and different things. And it's more focusing on summoning as well, massive summon battles. Uh, so feel, think like uh, Gundam, Gundam Wing, Gundams fighting each other or Power Rangers fighting each other. You know, summon the Zord and then fight as the costume Zord dude with the costume monster. It's it's very similar to like that you have more control over the summon, so it's more like summon battles, um, like Pokemon but giants. You know, yeah, I summon blah blah blah, then I'll summon blah blah blah. So I summon feet, so I'll summon hands. You know, stuff like that. It's just it's really random um, encounters uh, with emphasis that are boss fights, like massive set pieces for boss fights and stuff, which is cool. It hasn't been done before in the realms of Far Fantasy. So they're trying to say different uh, colossal fights. Um, I'm all for uh, eye watering candy um, with massive, massive guns, um, all guns blazing. I mean, it looks interesting. The story looks interesting. It looks very dark and grim, uh, which is something that Far Fantasy hasn't dived into. So um, I, the demo would be interesting to see how it plays. Um, and hopefully the, the early build is is pretty decent. Um, there isn't much else going for PlayStation. So, um, you know, apart from God of War Ragnarok, I'm hoping that Final Fantasy 16 is, a, is another gem in the rough uh, to make it worth having a uh, PlayStation 5. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the one thing PlayStation's always had over Xbox. And that's, I know I said it earlier, is the exclusives. The exclusives make a console. Yeah, Game Pass is phenomenal for Xbox, and that's Xbox's thing. But that will eventually run out of steam. Yeah. You know, people yeah. will eventually stop subscribing. They will. And then they'll start unsubscribing because once you've reached the plateau of, you know, third party library um and games that people love that they've managed to get on there, and um, without adding some quality first party titles, the game pass will run out of steam. So, you know, there's there's plenty of time for to get value out of your PS five and there's plenty of time for PlayStation to come back and and make that uh, PlayStation Plus worth it, but you know, yeah, we'll see. But the Final Fantasy 16 demo is definitely worth keeping an eye on, uh, and definitely worth trying once once it becomes available. Yeah. That said, um, is there anything else that we that I saw? Well, I do have uh, I do have a topic we can talk about. Um, yes, I touched on it briefly. Uh, it's not so much. It's not so much gaming related; it's more entertainment related. Yeah. Um, so this comes into the uh, the whole bits and pieces mantra that we go for. Um, it's to do with The Witcher on Netflix. All right, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know there is a there's a petition. Um, yes. Signed by eighty five thousand plus people. That's right. Yes. Uh, to get Henry to get Henry Cavill back in the lead role and to sack the sack the showrunners. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm all in agreement with this. I think it's absolutely uh, ridiculous uh, what they've done. I'm not so I'm not going to be watching The Witcher season three. Um, um, even though Henry Cavill is still in it, I'm I all credit to him. He's he's left. Uh, he's stuck to his guns, and he said he won't stand by and watch this character assassination continue. Uh, and he won't he won't put he won't um 
he won't you know so put to his name to break it. down the story for those who don't know what uh, so let's catch up like because anyone might have missed it that's um henry cavill has decided he wants to f- finish well he, he has, has yeah well, he has finished he has finished he quit um and that was just down to the fact of the character arc um, the fact that they weren't sticking to the source material. Yeah. The uh, the showrunners, and this has been quoted by someone who's left the uh, production and ex-producer on the on the show. Yeah. Has said that the the showrunners and people that are writing the story and scripts and stuff don't even like the source material, and uh, haven't uh, and don't support the source material. So Harry Cavill, who is a massive Witcher buff, who's read all the books and played all the games. He absolutely loved the character. He he bent over backwards to to get the role of Geralt yeah. um, because he loved the character so much, um, and he's the main reason why the, the show was popular in the first place. Um, was because everyone loves Henry Cavill, and you know he was a, he's phenomenal as Geralt. Let's not forget he is an he is an a he's a top tier actor. Um, you know, started off on British television and is now you know Man of Steel and. Is, He's gone from strength to strength, and uh, he's he's absolutely phenomenal, as Geralt. And uh, it's 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 a shame um, how it's ended up. Uh, he's he's leaving. So season three uh, is his last performance as as Geralt. Because um, uh, season f- um, yeah, so season four will be then handed over to um, Hensworth. What's his name? Is it uh, not not Christopher? Um, his brother Liam. Liam. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> The other one, <laughs> the young Liam one. Hensworth, the yeah. Hensworth, yes. Uh, which uh, it's not for the hatred towards him, though, is it? It's more the fact that um, you know. It's... Well, let's let's face it. It's um, it's like replacing your top star player with your D-list sub. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's no disrespect to to Liam Hensworth. I mean, he isn't. You know, he hasn't got much acting chops. Um, he was, you know, he's done the Hunger Games. He was in that. Um, yeah, he hasn't, really, he hasn't done anything else. He's no. done a few B movies and TV shows here and there. Yeah, um, so, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he was in that um, the the sequel to Independence Day. To <laughs> Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, um, he's in that, and that wasn't very good either. No, so. so that's that's not yeah, which <laughs> really doesn't do him any favors. So the the far, the far off with people thought uh, Henry Cavill left the role because he's 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 back as Superman again. Uh, for those that know the Rock. Um, or Dwayne the Rock, Jane Johnson um, negotiated with uh, with DC Films to get Superman back. Yeah. Um, you know Henry Cavill back as Superman after they decided to try and um, replace Superman with a with a different version, a uh, version that the Rock, that Dwayne Johnson did not agree to and did not want to fight. Um, as he sees, because Henry Cavill and him are good friends apparently, and um, he was like, no, no, no. He said, yeah, if I'm going to do your films. If I'm going to be in your movies, then my term is my terms is that you get Henry Cavill back as Superman, or you're not having Dwayne Johnson in the, as um, Black Adam. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, and it, bearing in mind, he has been rumored to play Black Adam for the last ten years um, for DC. So the, he was instrumental getting uh, Henry Cavill back. So everyone was like, "Oh, he's left because of that." No, that it's coming to light now. The reason. Uh, Henry Cavill has left is because he kept running, he kept having loggerheads with the writers and showrunners of The Witcher show uh, on Netflix, and uh, he's basically they were basically making him 
trying to write him saying stuff um, that which that Geralt would never say. Now, if you've played the games, then you have a familiar you're familiar with the tone and the intellectual um, superiority that Geralt has. Yeah, uh, he's not stupid, right? He's he's very smart. He's very cunning. Uh, he's quite endearing. You know, he can be quite sarky, but he has that quality to him where he, you know, he, he has a way of saying stuff to you and without giving the game away. You know, he's he's very, very subtle in his approach. You don't get any of that in The Witcher show, like, especially season two. Season one was brilliant. Um, but the reason season one was so good was because Henry Cavill changed pretty much everything Geralt said. To, to the more canical with the books and the video games. Um, and the second season, he, he had real problems with the script, um, not just the, the lack of screen time and focus on Geralt and the, the whole Witcher side of things, you know, because it's called The Witcher. It's not, it's not called um, the friends, the, the country, the politics and the Witcher, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be about Witcher's, you know, Geralt's journey um, and how he, who he meets and, how he ends up becoming what he does. And, you know, he's a monster hunter and that is something that is completely lost on, on the show. I mean, you have a, you have a few sections where you see Geralt fighting a monster. I mean, you don't see any of the stuff beforehand. You don't see him talking to the people affected. You don't see the brutality of these monsters and what they do. Um, you don't see the severity of the hunting these monsters and the, and the toll it takes on Geralt mentally and physically to hunt these things which is portrayed so well in the books, um, you know, and in his internal battle with, is he doing the right thing by, you know, ignoring the plights of people? He's yeah. not, he's not, he's not a great guy to start off with, right? He's, he grows as a character and, uh, and this is something that's lost on the, on the Witcher show. It's, it's not, it's not dark enough. It's not grim enough. It's not grit enough. And this is the thing that he was getting at and that they basically turn an 18 plus show into a PG thirteen. I mean, the first the first show, first season is there's a lot of sex in it, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of titular action, yeah. right? With the with the main cast and with um, you know, to be fair, the bird that plays the NFL. God damn, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, don't tell my missus. But dad, she is <laughs> you know, she is she is hot stuff, right? And um, she has a lot of scenes with Geralt, and that's necessary because that's. Part of the story is their love affair and their on-off affection and their their passion is sort of integrates in how they feel for each other. Um, you know, and, and who doesn't? And if you're a girl, who doesn't want to be in a sex scene with Henry Cavill, right? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sure she was just as ecstatic as uh, as as any fan girl was. Uh, get to get to land, uh, get to great uh, Henry Cavill's lap for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I digress. The the, the story is that. Um, I've got right swinging. Get there, Freely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so she basically, he basically is like, I don't like the way you do it right in the character. I don't like the way you're not sticking to the books. Um, there's no, there seems to be a complete lack of um, direction and you just, you're taking stuff that characters would say and they would never say it. He's actually referred to on set as the, as the Witcher Encyclopedia because he knows so much about the law. He knows so much about the characters. He even recited a speech out of thin air because he hated what they wrote him to say. So he, you know, there's the speech where he's talking about evil was evil, belittling that. They yeah. hadn't written that in. He did that himself. They hadn't written that in there. He, he did that himself off his own back because he said to the, 
the showrunner and the writer said, oh, Geralt would never say that. That's rubbish. So, yeah, let me let me show you what he would say. Yeah. And he was so good that they kept it in. So if the showrunners and the writers uh, loggerheads with their main star who know knows more about the lore and the, and the source material than they do, then why are they writing it? Why are they the showrunners? If they've got no passion for the project and they don't have a clue what it means and what it means to fans, because the worst thing you can do uh, as a studio, as, as a creative director, is ignore the source material and think and, and just use it as a reference rather than you know, using it as a as a driving force in your story. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Add add what you want. Add stuff. You know, add to it. Don't change what's there. And I think this is the running running theme throughout Hollywood. Is that oh, people like that. Let's change everything about it and use its name and name only to get people in the in, get people through the door. Now people have wised up to this, and uh, they're not happy with it anymore. I'm mean, I'm sick and tired of stuff being changed. Um and change for the sake of it <laughs> rings of power uh for, for, for the sake of it and um being absolute <laughs> garbage so um you know fair play to, to henry cavill for staying his ground and saying no i'm not gonna support this i'm not doing it you know you i was in it for the long haul one condition was and he was quoted saying this um he was in it for the seven seasons as long as they stayed true to the books and stayed true to Geralt's character and he said the moment they deviate from that i'm out and we didn't even yeah. get to season four. End of season three, he's out. So, you know, that's and it looks terribly bad on Netflix as well to lose a star like Henry Cavill, the lead role of their of their series. And um, you know, it's all coming to light how bad it all is that, that from a law and writing perspective and how much they don't like their own source material. I mean, didn't you not learn did they not learn from all the theatrics of Star Wars? I hate the force. The force is female. The force is what? What are you talking about? Oh, Luke Skywalker likes to suck on alien cities. I mean, what? And drink milk. I mean, what? <laughs> the f- Can you please? Like, and he's just a hermit. He lives on an island. And he's a he's a bitter old man. Luke Skywalker is not. Uh, I'll, I'll shut up because I'll go into a tangent. I'm already losing my voice. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's garbage. It's absolute garbage. These these billion air companies. I don't know how you can mess it up. You've got the perfect platform. You've got the perfect lineup. You've got a great cast. You've got a great team there. And the one thing that you mess up is the writing <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the show running. Yeah. I mean, hello, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a given. It is, a, it is an easy, easy home run. And somehow you manage to completely get striked out. I, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. It just, it just beggars beyond belief. How, how these people could be so stupid. Anyway, I'm going to stop no. talking because I lose my voice. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I do agree with all of that. And it's definitely something we've, um, we have actually touched on before in terms of like, yeah, just a, a, loads of things have done it throughout the part throughout recent months and just over the last few years or so. In the last couple of years, it's happened more and more and more and more. It's that keeps happening this where they just keep changing the, the source material. Uh yeah. yeah. But um for no, for no reason at all. No, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, just because I want to change it because I don't like his book. I don't like the way his face looks. I mean, it's there's literally no reason for them to, to, to change any of it. It's it's it beggars beyond belief. 
And yeah, like I say, it's 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 so easy, and yet they still it's an open goal. What he's got to do, all they got to do is tap it in, and yet from one yard they manage to spoon it over the bar. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it makes it's oh, oh I'll shut up because I'm going to go on another tangent. It, it, it just <laughs> it just winds me up, something chronic. Uh, you know, it's it's just absolutely grinds my gears big time. Yeah, and I I I really was rooting for the Witcher to be be successful. And uh, now, now it's not gonna be. Let's <laughs> just be honest. No one's gonna watch that without Henry Cavill in the lead role. No, uh, no disrespect to Liam Hensworth. Uh, I'm sure he'll be a acceptable Geralt. But um, you know, you know, you know Henry Cavill, and you're definitely not going to be carrying that series. Well, no, it's not. That's a lot to fill. It's a lot of there's some built boots to fill that and uh, uh, unfillable shoes. Some boots yeah. are just not meant to be filled. No, it's like when you start playing Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, not go down that rabbit hole. No, no, no. no. no that's, I, that's I, a I whole other... rock. That's <laughs> a whole podcast in itself. I was just about to say that that's part. a whole podcast on its own. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I think at that point we should just uh, end it there, so that we yes, can move before on. Before I uh, before I can... lose. <laughs> your voice isn't going to be up to it this week I can tell no, already no, you, you need I'm... to rest as much as you can um, I'm trying I'm trying desperately to sort of like look around for any other sort of news that we can add there isn't that yeah, much more there isn't um, no, there's, there's hardly anything That's nothing, why I added that nothing as juicy as what we've just mentioned at least um, that um, um, we could talk about Amaranth's um, I was just follower about, count going up uh, I literally <laughs> Was just about to say the same thing. Um, is just <laughs> great, my, great minds think alike. <laughs> because, um, or we look at the same boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, I mean, the fact the fact that she had this controversy surrounding her, yeah, Aram, yeah, can I mispronounce the name? But whatever. Um, anyway, yeah, so. She had there's a big there was a big thing that happened with her where she now I say the word claim because I don't want to she she brought out this big thing about um being in a bit of a was it an abusive relationship with her husband? Yeah, her um, husband was apparently an abuser and she brought out all this evidence to support this uh she bought claim. it out. It seemed to have subsided quite quickly though, despite that. Oh yeah, three days. Um three days. But she's <laughs> yeah. So she has now just has now been well. She's it's now been uh, top streamer, Twitch's streamer. Um, she's just hit a a, a massive uh, follower milestone. Um, and I was just trying to see what the numbers were, and oddly enough, despite me, um, yeah. In the last month, 138,000 users follow Amaranth, uh, bringing her total to over 6 million total viewer followers. That's just followers. On top of that, she's going to have uh, subscribers, which God knows how many. But the, the new milestone is the highest follower count ever for the per, uh, prolific streamer known for constant, uh, consist, consistent long streamer under Twitch's just chatting section, 6 million followers uh, placed her um, at 22 on the all-time Twitch follower chart among female streamers. Aramanth is now 
uh, two behind Pokemane with she's got nine point two five million. I don't understand the fascination with Pokemane. I no, there's does she uh, suck microphones as well. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't watch. I don't. There's a lot of them. I don't, I, I, don't, cho- well, I don't watch them. No, I choose not to, and I'm sure. There's not that many. I'm sure some of them are just really good, but the fact is, it's not just not because they're female. Like I, I don't care if you're male, or female. It doesn't matter if you, if you're good at what you're doing. It's fine. But if what you're doing is just basically sexualizing your content in order to get followers, then I don't want to know. That's where I'm against it. That's where I'm against watching what they do because I don't want to, like, as far as I'm concerned, Twitch should just be a gaming stream. And I think you've mentioned this before. It's basically yeah. a gaming platform. It should just be gaming platform. If it's going to have anything on there, I don't mind the just sh- uh, just chatting section, yeah. but she... Twitch, Twitch could easily make their own separate platform for all of that. They could yeah. have their own adult platform. Yeah, yeah, they could. You know, Twitch, Twitch after dark or... Twitch adult, you know, a Twitch, you know, Twitchy, you know, anything could be, you know, it doesn't have to be on this platform. It's sorry, Steve, it's just, no, it's, no, it's, okay. it's, 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 um, it winds me up how this content is allowed to sort of preside next to video gaming. Yeah. yeah and yeah, she does play the odd game here and now. I saw her playing, um, she was playing Overwatch 2. She, yeah, Overwatch she was playing 2. Overwatch 2 today. In a, Actually, in a, as as we speak, but like, yeah. Did she have clothes on, <laughs> or did she have a knockers out? <laughs> uh, I cool. I don't know. It was she was on because like, um, she was on the front page of Twitch, so that's where I got the numbers. She's from. always on the front page. I don't yeah. think there's a day it goes by she's not on the front page of Twitch. Well, I mean, apart um, from that five days sh- shut off, we've touched we've touched on this before, where they 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 create drama for clout. Yeah, and uh, they create a massive stink. And then they come back and then they get a massive boost in followership, sponsorship, um, and revenue. Yeah. So, you know, and this this was in the week where Twitch um announced a, a 50-50 split in revenue. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So then she comes out and says, I'm having I'm being abused, blah 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 blah. It's an abusive relationship. Blah blah blah. blah. Literally three days later, he's like, "Oh, my husband's getting help. I'm. Ch- uh, there's going to be some changes to the schedule. I'm. Not, I'm not doing. I'm not going to doing as much X-rated content. Blah blah. blah. You know. I, <laughs> I, I was going to mention there was another. There was another. I didn't know this until just recently. Sorry, to cut, I, uh, sorry I didn't know if you. No, 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 that's fine. Um. Um. But <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize it until it came up because, like, she, like you said, she's always on the front page, but. Um, there's now a section on in in um in, in just chatting called uh, sleep. <laughs> you can watch people sleep, and she was Why? one of yeah, exactly. You could you, she actually I don't know how I stumbled across it. It was just out of, I was going through. I was just going through like some of the boredom. pages, going through the content. <laughs> yeah, bored, boredom. Um, uh, and there was some. There was actually first of all, it was a, a male male streamer. Um, first of all, who just left his stream running, but and it's caught and that the actual IRL um sub category is sleep. 
sleeping yeah people are sleeping on on twitch and because they've made it a subcategory you can now have that as a title in your in your wow. twitch so you can actually have people sleeping and then of course i as soon as i came back to the main page again i went back to the main page there she was sleeping um and, and like people were just like, right, we're going now. See you later, guys. Just reading those. I was just going for a chat. I was like, so she sleeps with her makeup on then, does she? <laughs> I was like, of course she does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like knowing full well she's been watched. Yeah. It's just it's... ridiculous. Where does it end? Like, uh, literally, um, soon you just have chair chair watch. And you won't even have it... to be there. You just, just Yeah, that's right. That'll be a category on its own. Chair watch. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I. Sometimes I don't put up a BRI back screen, and I, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't. Some people don't do it. Just go, lot. I'm just going to be back two seconds, and I'll be back. There's yeah. no point in actually putting up a BRI back. I'll, I'll quickly go and grab a drink and leave my chair, leave my chair empty. But that's literally, I'm coming back again. But there yeah. are there there are people who just are sleeping, and it will be. Just a chair stream. That's it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but I, I that's just bizarre now. It's just got, it's just, I might actually do, I might actually fall asleep in front of my PC tonight. I might actually see how many viewers I get. <laughs> I'll be, if I wake up tomorrow when the stream's still running, because it will be, um, and I'll, I'll look at it and like, I'd love to see what is said about me, if anything. How many, how many followers would I've gained? Or lost <laughs> out of out of the very little that I already have, because I, you know, I don't have six million followers. I'm sure you don't. I don't think I don't know anyone who's got more than more than two hundred, um, more than, or let's say more than three hundred. I don't know anyone. Oh no, I think f- under five hundred. I don't. I, yeah. I don't think there's many of us under five hundred. That's a that's a a much um, better sort of. Um, uh, milestone, I would say, to reach. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know anyone under five hundred or over five hundred followers out of our community. Alex, Alex is is that seven hundred and forty? Is he? Is he? Twenty-one. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's growing all the time. Bless him. Go and support Alex for expense. <laughs> there you go. A free shout out. Get to get him to one thousand followers. <laughs> he's he he he. I think he. Although, um. We never really mentioned chat, but yeah, he, he did actually mention he was going to bed early because so he's probably he's probably left his own stream running. That's why he's getting followers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Alex, if you're listening to uh, this at, at some point, <laughs> but just to touch back on sort of the Amaranth situation, yeah, yeah. right? I think it's too suspicious. I, is, I, I too, yeah, and I said in my video when I when I jumped in the bandwagon, I was like, oh, poor Amaranth, you know. Send her our best, you know, and we said this in, in Discord as well. Uh, send her our best. And then it just makes a mockery of people who really are in trouble. Um, and I, I said this before. If she used it for clout uh, and fakery, then uh, I'm never, ever going like, to entertain her again. So this just confirms that it was all a stunt. Yeah, to get her um, more followers and more subscribers to get her more money. I don't believe it. She's there's no way you go through something like that, and then like within three days, like oh hello, there's gonna be some changes. I'm gonna be streaming again. Blah, blah, blah. What? I, I would just want to. 
Um, there's no way. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. If you're in an abusive marriage and you've been abused for as long as you said she has been abused for, yeah, there's no way you'd be you'd be happy and lappy, doolally, within a week. It's just, it's just no. I mean, it's not like she needs the money. No, no. It, I don't think it's funny. It's got woof woof bark for me under a follower uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. If you sit like I was just literally looking at the uh, the little paragraph that was written underneath it and just whether the, or not the, the, the shows you, you know, what she thinks of people that follow her <laughs> yeah um, since uh, her split from her husband um, she has split. got yeah. she has done split. less hot tub streams whilst expressing a desire to wear more clothes whilst on camera from now on yeah, but um, she's still doing her OnlyFans. But she's still doing it. Yeah, she's still doing yeah. that. Well, as long as that's kept separate, though. Yeah. But as the thing is, if she was forced to do that, she was forced to do that, yeah. why is it still up? Yeah. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. If she was forced to do half the stuff she said she was going to do, and she has control over it all now, why has she not deleted any of it? Hmm? Yeah. I smell bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly think it's all garbage and... She's just done it for clout, you know, and, and you know, you could argue the toss that she it could be genuine. It it it, it doesn't make sense. Like it's it's too it's it, you look at other people in that situation and how long they've been yeah, you know, affected by and how much they've had, had counselling and they've had to have, you know, all sorts of stuff done for they're getting back on their feet. And then she's like three days later or a week later, she's like, Hello, I'm I'm fine. No, no, no. I, 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 I smell a turkey when I see one. And <laughs> she's, she's definitely, uh, you know, go and suck on the microphones all you like, love. I, I, it's not, it's not, it's not okay anymore. We're done supporting your garbage. Talk alone, because I, no, Freddie has just left the the call briefly again. So I'm back again on my own. Um, just whilst we pretty much round up then the the show. But before we do go, um, just just to touch upon this then, so it's a talking point I'm just filling, basically. <laughs> uh, so 2022's best co-op game, survival game, is getting its biggest update yet. So for those, for, for those who are, you know, this is more lighthearted now, um, just to finish up on. Uh, we, me and Freddy have both played this, and Beth, in fact, um, we've just played this. Um, in 2022, best co-op game survival game is getting its biggest update yet. Uh, this is called Core Keeper. Uh, huge biome and new enemies and resources. Uh, craftable go-kart and two new bosses arrive next week. This is uh, from three days ago, so probably looking at sort of like the mid, mid-November now. Um, one of the best surprises of 2022 was launched of uh, was the launch of co-op survival game Core Keeper, a mining crafting sandbox for up to eight players. Set deep underground, Core Keeper's spawn, sprawling subterranean world is filled with hidden da- dangers and brutal bosses, monsters, and but also uh, manages to pull off a cosy, comfy Stardew Valley-like feel. Core Keeper became a hit on Steam with half a million downloads in its first two weeks of early access since then developer pugstorm has been busy expanding uh, the sandbox with uh undersea updates in june and a halloween 
uh, event uh, last month. On December the 10th, Cold Keeper is getting another update and it is the biggest yet. The Desert of Beginnings is a sandy, scorching, hot new biome being added to the underworld, along with new sub-biome called the Molten Quarry. It's already looking like there's a lot of new stuff to do and a fun new way to get around in the world. It has go-karts. Go-karts? That's going to be fun, actually. Uh, a new desert biome players will be able to find and mine galaxite, galaxite, yeah, or a new resource which will allow them to build a new type of bench work, be, uh, workbench, sorry. The, there they will uh, be able to craft three different kinds of go-kart to use for traveling the underworld, speeding away from enemies or racing in other players. This could actually be something to be uh, go back to. This sounds like it could be massively fun. And when you're done off-roading, there are two new bosses to tackle. Ignis, the Molten Mass, and Ra-Aka, the Sand Titan. Like the rest of Core Keeper's bosses, these fights are always brutally tough, and it would be fun seeing players come up with strategies to defeat the new uh, Bohemoths. The update also contains some new base building options and new instincts catching new net will allow you to collect 12 different bugs, including beetles and fireflies, to display in your home. Along with the new biomes and bosses, Parkstorm says there are other features in the update, such as the ability to fish from uh, boats and minecarts, clickable recipes to add ingredients to the cooking pot automatically, and the option to deep destroy uh pick up and place a section of large world objects like those big chunks of ruins that can be found in the world. More cave caveling enemies types are also being added and the soundtrack is expanding with new music too. Core Keeper is available on Steam and you can read more about it in November the 10th update. So yeah, Core Keeper is getting a massive update. Sounds fun actually, sounds like it could be a good Good shout to go back to that one, especially with the um, <laughs> the uh, go-kart. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, uh, I think that is pretty much done for us then this week. There's not much more to add other than what we've already spoken about. So yeah, just prior to, um, well, I'm not sure if Freddie's going to be able to join me again as we sign off. Because I think it's probably now time to end uh, this week. Um, still managed to get a couple of hours done. So, yeah, <laughs> not bad, considering I started alone and I will look... Well, I think I'm going to be finishing alone. So, yeah, thank you very much for being here this week. Uh, thank you for for listening, for those who listened. Thanks for those who was watching. Uh, let's do some socials then. So let's go through all the socials. Uh, obviously, it's just me. Um, I will be back. Um, I, I've been streaming all this week because I've been off. Um, that is now going to come to an end, sadly. And I, well, I say it's going to come to an end. I probably, well, I hope to be doing a little bit more during the week. I'm just trying to fit it in when I can. Whilst I've been off, I've been doing some gaming and I've been 
really enjoying it. I don't want to return to work, but I, I have to go back to work. So yeah, I'll probably be streaming tomorrow. I'm not sure what, depending on, um, that will be decided upon on the day, I think, because I've been doing so many different games. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to return it to. I think Plague's Tale, actually. Plague's Tale, we need to continue on. Uh, so I'm going to be continuing on Plague's Tale. I think Freddy, Freddy is still going to be off for a while. And we've got no word on Beth as to whether she's going to be returning. Bacon will be returning to streaming in a couple of weeks' time. So check his channel out. So that's, But um, as for all of our channels... Um, as and when everyone does return, twitch.tv forward slash pizza beth, twitch.tv forward slash the free, uh, twitch.tv, sorry, 3D show, and then twitch.tv bacon sarni, and of course, twitch.tv uh, forward slash funny bits boy. That is all of the Twitch stuff. You've also got um, at Twitter, so our Twitter's. Accounts is at Funny Bits B, at The Freddy Show, at B, uh, B Sarni, and at Pizza Beth One. And that's pretty much it from us this week. We, I, should I do, should I, I wasn't going to do this, but I might, let's do it anyway. Well, we haven't got a dad's joke of the week, so I'm just going to pick one randomly for myself. I think we should end on, on a little joke. What do you think? Why not? Uh, here we go then. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Sh sophisticated. But um, boom. Right, I'll see myself out. Anyway, on that bombshell, that's it. That's all. That's 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 the best I've got. And if that's the best I've got, then Beth's joke of the week is a much welcome return. Hopefully next week. Uh, so yeah, thanks very much for everyone listening, and um, hopefully we'll see you all again next week. Oh, hopefully I'm going to be joined by <laughs> some hosts next week, not just myself. So yeah, thanks very much for listening. If you was listening to the podcast today, hopefully you can. If you want to check us out, don't forget check out Spotlight, iTunes, Now um, Music, Amazon, um, any anywhere really. There's oh SoundCloud. Um, check out SoundCloud. You can download the podcast, listen to it on the go, listen to it wherever you want. You can listen to it at home in the background. You can have us just talking to you, keeping you entertained for a couple of in hours. The shower. In the shower. <laughs> <laughs> in your bed. In the bed, yeah. yeah. On your way to work, in your car. Listen to it whilst you're at the gym. You've got a couple of hours there to listen to whilst you work out. And, yeah, as Freddie said, maybe after you've worked out, you take it into the shower as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you have anything you wanted to add now you've cause you come back into it? So I was just sort of filling whilst you was gone but I've done all the yeah, socials yeah, now um, no just make sure you you leave a review and uh, you and you hit yes. that like button and, and follow us yeah. as much as possible and share share it share it with everybody tell your friends tell your friends friends tell your family friends tell your mums nans friends tell everybody just, just make sure you, you give us a listen and give us some feedback and if you don't like what you hear then they give us some constructive criticism. <laughs> you know, none, none of this, um, none of this rant stuff. It's no good to, <laughs> no good to anybody. No, just no, I'm joking. Uh, just give us a constructive feedback, and um, if we what things that we can improve on that you feel that we can improve on, and uh, if you liked it, please tell us why and what your favourite bit what bits was, and then uh, we might even read you, read your comments out on the on the podcast one day. Yeah. If, yes. Exactly. If, if, you, if you're lucky. Absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. And as uh, as uh, my uh, host, uh, the leader of the gang says, uh, thanks for listening. And make sure you hit that uh, follow button. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I don't know why I said gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're a cartel. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Freddie, for actually coming in because I know it's um, um, I know yeah that you're not you've not been too good yeah, so anyway so yeah, but i do appreciate yeah. i said it at the, i said it when you first came in but i do appreciate it you helped fill a void that was obviously much needed because i i started pretty much i'd done pretty much i would say at least 30 30 percent of the show on my own so <laughs> so that's uh yeah a much there's a quite a lot of void there to fill so I do appreciate Indeed. it. Uh, as right. I said already, um, hopefully we're going to get the rest of the podcast gang back yeah, in. We'll get a full group. Get a full group. Consistently, hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks very much for listening, everyone. And um, hopefully we'll see you again soon next week at nine o'clock over on uh, twitch.tv forward slash funnybitsboy channel. And when he's able to stream, twitch.tv forward slash The Freddy Show. Bye. That's us done for the day. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.